Hey everybody, in this episode, we are talking about what metrics we should be tracking to monitor our website performance and our overall marketing performance. So we're going through the three website KPIs every marketer should be tracking today. My name is John Aiken, I'm the CEO of Web Canopy Studio, and this is the Website Conversion Show. Hey everybody, I get asked this question all the time and I don't know I don't know how many times this has come up just in recent months about people who are wanting to know, John, what are you tracking on your your dashboards? What KPIs, what metrics are you paying attention to for your website? And that is a really, really wide open question because, you know, there's of course there's dashboards and you're using any kind of software tools they're gonna say, here are the the five things that you have to have, and then they have this report builder of hundreds or thousands of different reports you could put on a dashboard and they're all cool most of them look really beautiful and you could probably dig in and find what things are really important but keep in mind a lot of that stuff is built around vanity metrics there are there's data about everything any anything that we're having some kind of input and in, in some kind of a point of tracking we're giving data to a contact record to a crm to a website to anything and so all of that stuff really can feel overwhelming because there's so many different things. So when we're thinking about websites, what are what are the things that absolutely need to be tracked? Uh, I cannot give you a straightforward answer on that because it 100% depends on what your business goals are. But what I can tell you, uh, the things that I think are just really critical that have to be there, the three KPIs that I track and that I want to make sure I'm paying very close attention to are probably things that, that you are maybe not uh, doing right now. And so I'm going to go through some of these and just kind of present them in a way that I think might give some, some value to you or maybe give a little bit of a different way of looking at some of these KPIs. The first one is pretty obvious. I would think most people are doing this, but I'm, I've been surprised before. It's about passing leads to sales. I wanna know how many contacts that I am sending to a sales team as a marketer. I wanna know that on a monthly basis, and I wanna track that, what's actually being passed to sales versus what the goal was of being passed to sales. And this is gonna vary again for everybody what this means, like what does a lead mean in this situation? Most of the time in this scenario, we're talking about an MQL or a marketing qualified lead. And so there's some there's a lot of different criteria about what makes a person and become a, a, an MQL instead of just a lead. So I'm not gonna get into that because that's a completely different rabbit hole that we'll go down on another episode. But right now, let's let's assume that we're saying an MQL, a marketing qualified lead, is somebody who has been engaged a lot. They've they've engaged with what we're doing. They've read blogs or emails, and they are a good fit. They meet the criteria of what we say is a good fit lead. And so we'd have to have some kind of trigger, some kind of threshold that would pass that person to sales team, right? And you can use automation. You can use tons of this is what HubSpot is built to do. You could use all kinds of different things to make that happen. You could also just say, hey, when somebody becomes a lead and they filled out this particular form or so many forms, boom, pass them to sales. So what you want to do is make sure that 
regardless of, of whether you're really tracking this in depth or not, but you want to you want to make sure that you have a, an agreed upon term or definition what that is, what what constitutes a lead being passed to sales with the sales team so that you have a very clear definition. Marketing knows what it is. Sales knows what it is. And we, we can just talk about that, send things back and forth. There's no room for question if this person was the right kind of person to send because both people have agreed to that. Okay, makes sense. So we're gonna track leads passed to sales. The other thing we wanna do with that is make sure that we have a goal. We need to understand how many, like what's the target? What is the target number of leads that we're passing to sales? And based off of that, we're gonna be able to go back into our marketing plan and be able to say, okay, the target was 20 and we've only passed 10 and we've been consistently passing 10 and we're not seeing much improvement. So from a marketer, that tells me I have stuff to do. I have things that I need to work on, right? nurturing, maybe it's traffic, maybe it's just engaging our existing contacts or cold contacts, things like that. So we're gonna track leads passed to sales, but regardless, we're gonna know what makes what makes that, that definition and we're gonna make sure that there's a goal set so I have a target and I can track how well I'm doing or how much I need to work on, on improving that. So leads passed to sales, number one. Number two, this is the one I bet you're not doing. And if you are, fantastic, you are awesome, you're doing a great job. We wanna talk about leads that are returned to marketing. Okay, so we wanna track the number of leads that sales sends back to us. The reason we wanna do that is number one, I bet you're not, because most people don't think about this. Most people will have the sales team or the marketing team, they're working leads, they become whatever, it's a marketing qualified lead, sales qualified lead, opportunity, whatever they're calling it. Uh, and then the sales team generally will work it and once they can't work it anymore, it just kind of, disappears. And maybe the sales team will have it on a separate list and they'll, they'll hit them up six months from now, maybe a year from now. But for the most part, it's almost like we have this one-way street of marketing contacts and they're coming over, they get past the sales and then sales can't get them to move forward, whether it's because the salesperson isn't doing a very good job or because that lead has just gone completely cold, that lead's not a good fit at all. It, it, there's any number of things that could contribute to that. But most of the time that person is just kind of like gone, right? So what has to happen, what should be happening is if the sales team says, this is not a good lead, or I can't, I've tried, I've done this whole sequence, I've got all these things, I, I typically work this work a lead for two weeks or a month before I would write this off as not, not a valid target anymore. Whatever that is, that's fine. Again, another podcast episode maybe, but but you guys need to be aligned on what that is that lead needs to get passed back to marketing so that marketers can track. And it can't just be passed back and said, hey, this guy didn't do anything or this, this girl didn't do anything. Has to come back to that marketer with a reason. I need to know why. We do this, we have a drop down list. We created a, a new contact property on our deal records and in contact records that state why this is getting passed back. And so we have a, a clear set of definitions and they have to meet these different things in order for them to even be passed back. So you can get really complex with this, but we wanna know what those are so we can send them back to marketing. And as a marketer, what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go through every single one of those leads and I'm gonna start saying why, what happened. I wanna review who this was, what they did, what they didn't do, what the sales team did. What, why are we saying it's not a good fit? If you're telling me it's not a good fit, is it just because you can't reach them and you're just saying now they're a bad fit lead? Let's, let's really dive into this because you're gonna pull out so much data once you just get 10, 20, 30 of these people back, you're gonna get so much data out of that that's gonna inform 
okay, we have a gap. The person's missing something in this marketing process and this handoff process, or we're not getting them early enough, or our time to contact is not, not fast enough. So you're going to figure out this process just by tracking back the people that, that sales sends back to you. So that's the second thing that I would uh, definitely be tracking. The third thing is kind of a broad <laughs> statement, but it's conversion rate breakdown. So you would probably have, if you're using HubSpot, you have like a landing page report that you could pull. It's It should be just baked into a, a, a report that's already existing in HubSpot. I know a lot of other softwares do this too. It's just a standard report. So what I want to do, I want a single report that shows me all of my landing pages or you know maybe you have forms on website pages too or you're using something else it doesn't matter but i want to track all the pages that people could convert on and i want it in a list and what i'm doing is i'm looking at each page in just a, a holistic view as a quick almost like it's a spreadsheet right i'm looking at those pages i want to see the individual visitors each month to those pages so I can filter by most frequently visited. I wanna see also the next column over, I wanna see the conversion rate, so the submission rate of that landing page. So I can see 10%, 1%, 45%, and then I wanna see the total number of conversions. And so I want this in a quick dashboard and a quick thing that I can review regularly, just look at it, I'd look at it every day and just see what's going on. The reason I wanna do this is I'm going to track patterns. So you can you can go as complex as you want with this and make cool reports and graphs and like percentage up and down over you know 90 days and stuff like that. More power to you, I think it's great. The representation of that visually is really, really powerful, I think. But when you're doing this, what you're now doing is looking at the individual pages. You have a quick list to say, okay, shh, this is a problem. This one right here is a problem. Or this one right here is really, really good. Look at the conversion rate. In the last 90 days, that has bumped up you know, 20%. We're sitting at a 65% conversion rate on this page. Let's put more people on this page, right? So we're doing different things there to improve our overall lead quality. So those are the, the three metrics that I would be tracking today. These are the things that I would implement immediately if you could, because you're gonna have way bigger impact on your overall sales and your overall revenue. And again, we're doing this like, all the metrics that are just baked into a lot of different softwares, they're good, but a lot of them are just vanity metrics. And a lot of people will just throw dashboards together because they think, oh, look at all this stuff. I like to look at it from an intent-based perspective and say, what am I really trying to understand? What am I really trying to see? And then I identify the metrics inside of that that I wanna track and you build your reports and dashboards around that. So that's it. Those are the three things that I would implement and look at right now inside of my platform. If your platform cannot do these things, you need to start thinking about how I can <laughs> switch platforms because that's these are just kind of like very basic level tracking things. And if you don't have that kind of clarity, you're really, really missing the mark and potentially doing a lot of damage and leaving a lot of money on the table. So uh, that's it. Check out our website, webcanopystudio.com slash assessment. You can take your conversion rate assessment there, walk through the website uh, questions that we have. We have five different questions for six different categories of the website conversion framework. And uh, based off of your, your answers, be as honest as you can. Uh, what's gonna happen is these different answers are gonna provide you with a checklist of things. So if you're doing poorly in, let's say, nurturing and automation, 
we're going to provide you a checklist. It's just an automated report that gets distributed based off of your submissions, a checklist of things that you should be doing right now that you can implement on your own to make that happen. So it's a very tailored kind of personalized experience there. I think that's it, guys. Let us know if you have any questions. We'll see you next time.